Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm going to make a Sarah Fuller burner account, and I'm going to be like, the only reason I can't kick is because they can't get me into positions where I have to kick because this team is so bad. Hello, uh, loyal podcast listeners. But I'm feeling feelings. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question. But uh, well, that ends with a question mark. But it starts with a question. Off to a great start. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. What's up? And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. Travis. Oh. This is Brandon uh, calling from New Jersey. My question today is if you could have any athlete living, currently playing or retired, as the voice of your GPS, who would it be? I've been thinking about this a lot as I was driving around the other day. And You're gonna say it. My vote would go for Rachel Daly of the NWSL Houston Dash. I mm-hmm. noticed that I respond better when I can hear the uh, GPS directions in a British accent. And I was watching a lot of soccer over the summer and this fall. And when she gave interviews, I could hear every word she said very clearly. And I thought she would make a great voice for my GPS. Plus, I would listen to every word that she said for fear of the, that British gruffness after every missed turn. What? I wonder what you all say. Uh, thanks for the call. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Oh, thanks for the call, he said. Like I called him and I, and I asked him. Uh, folks, that's Brandon, who we love and we mean it. And also, apparently, he's the new co-host of the podcast. It was a very long voicemail, Brandon. You don't have to be that long. He just kind of spent the majority of that explaining his pick, uh, which was a good pick. And it didn't sam it at so much as inspire me to pick my answer, which is uh, Jordan Henderson from Liverpool. Now, it's based on kind of the same logic except the inverse as Brandon, which is, I can't understand a word that Jordan Henderson says. He has such a thick accent, but I think it would, uh, it, it would sort of help me just finally admit that when I use my GPS, like I, I hate when it talks out loud, I never trust it. I always look down at my phone or over at my phone where it's attached to my dashboard. Anyway, I always double check the turn because I'm freaked out that I'm going to miss it. And it always interrupts my music. So I would make the voice Jordan Henderson so that after like two trips, I could go, this isn't helpful and turn the sound off, which I think is what I should finally just do, but I can't bring myself to do. Do you ever like, it'll be like turn left in a mile and all of a sudden you're like, oh, is the turn coming up? And you're like, no, it's set in a mile, but you are still like, yes, I'm, I'm confused by I'm confused by when the GPS decides it's supposed to tell me something's coming up because sometimes it'll be like, right now, make a left. And other times it'll be like, in three miles, kind of. Then there's a lot of, I don't know, if you drive a lot in New Jersey, which I don't, but when I do drive, it's where I drive. The roads are all very confusing. There's like the one and the nine. It's two different routes, but they're the same road for a large portion of it. It's There's a lot of like bearing left and bearing right and keeping left at the fork and it sucks. And I think Jordan Henderson being like, okay, left at a four. I'd be like, I don't know what he just said. I have to look at my phone anyway. And so I, I think drove it would be helpful. to Virginia last year to visit my sister. And I had never driven through New York before or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a wrong turn and I was next to Yankee Stadium at one point. 
Yeah, that's not a place that you want. Like that, whenever you see Yankee Stadium, you're like, I don't think I meant to go this way. I am. It's like never not traffic. It can be non baseball season, and you'll be sitting in traffic near Yankee Stadium. It's a very frustrating. Yeah. Same thing as if you see. I was going to say Shea, but if you see City Field, it's the same thing. You're like, why am I? Am I here? Why did I get here? Uh, who would you have as the voice of your GPS, Trav? I'm thinking Calais Campbell. Ooh. <laughs> okay, why? He's got the, like, friendly giant voice. Okay. He does. That's a good point. Okay. My other first I had, Thierry Henry was a name that I threw out there. Um, Mike Tyson. These are, you're doing, you're doing a really good job of naming every, Mike Tyson would be funny. <laughs> Take a left. Stay left at the fork. <laughs> That's a really good impersonation of Mike Tyson. Thank you, everybody. We will It'll be not a new voice. Mike Tyson voices for reads. Thank you. Um, it felt weird to me to not know what Ashley's answer to this was, so I texted her, um, and she said, <laughs> "It's something I'll get over as we continue on without her." But right now, this is day one, so what shut will up. You do I if she doesn't her. respond to you one of the days. I, well, then I'll probably be too sad and inconsolable to do a podcast anyway. Okay. All right. I texted her. She said Pat Mahomes. And then she followed up minutes later with the reasoning and said to remind myself that nobody's good at everything. Because so that is – that's Ashley's answer. No, she didn't say because he's – we don't say that on this podcast. you got to learn the rules. I, I didn't say that he was. I was saying that there was reports out there. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for your question. Thanks for the call, Brandon. Uh, if you are sitting at home and you have a question, should I make – Trav, are you gonna do this now? I didn't know if you're gonna try to if you're gonna have me try to do it. Do you want? Do you want to? I don't want to set you up to fail. Maybe I'll go back and do be a good producer and grab Ashley saying it for us. I think that'll just make us too sad after a while. That's just like logging on and looking at your boyfriend's your ex boyfriend's Instagram just to see what he's up to. I think we. I think. Hey, you! If you have a, something you want to ask us, the number is eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. You know what to do. Let's leave it there for now. It's going to be a tough one today. Uh, hi, Trav. What's going on, Katie? Not a lot. How are you? I'm lovely. Lovely. That's yes. good. We're in the we're here in the friendly banter portion of the podcast uh, that Trav and I have never done before together. Um, you were telling me when we logged on to do this podcast, God, you can tell I'm just so freaked out right now. Um, about what did you tell me? My lack of pop culture. That's it. No, it's not that. Cause that's going to come up later. It was the, well, first of all, oh, you said you were going to, yeah, you were going to grab a drink and I said, you should probably do that. And then you said, I decided to take a couple weeks off. I'm on, am I going into the third week? With no drinking? Third week. Whenever I got back from, whenever the Masters was, I got back that day. The next day, I haven't had a drink since. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. I'm going to check my stats on that. What are, are your mason jars just collecting dust now? Well, I only have a mason jar. You have one mason jar. And the funny thing is I got the, so I got the mason jar when I ordered uh, Bar Taco months ago and i got a margarita kit it's usually meant for like four and i got it for myself of course why not and they came with uh-huh. the instructions to make the margarita came in the mason jar it was perfect oh that's nice i also understand now why you need a detox <laughs> 
so, but were you rinsing out the mason jar every time yeah, you put I, new wine? Yeah, I, I wash my glasses, Katie. Well, don't say yeah like most men do that. I know plenty of men who are like, nah, I just put it's wine, so just put the wine on top of the wine. Who cares? Oh no, before like before I go to bed, I'll put the glass in the sink and rinse it out, and then the next morning I'll actually wash it. Wow, that is you are miles ahead of most. Most men, you're in your demographic. Let's what say. is my What is my age? I don't know, but guess what? We're gonna find out later. Okay. Ooh, I'm the only. It's that would technically be the tease, so I'm not gonna say it yet. But there's a part in this podcast. I'm very all interesting facts about me. Is that what you're finally gonna get me? Kind to of, over? kind of. I'm gonna back you into a corner and turn it into entertainment, which I'm okay. really looking forward to. I have to say, this is kind of mental health update. It'll just mush into two. Um. I mean, into one. Uh, Yesterday was the day of the year that Spotify tells you how much podcasts and music you listen to, apparently. I'm not a um, Spotify user, but I guess they choose December to let you know. Instead of letting the year finish, they tell you in December, whatever. Uh, And so everybody was taking a screen grab of all of the Times that it told them they listened to sports, and there were so many of you who listened to an uncomfortable amount of minutes of this podcast. So my first reaction was like, "That's why we make our episodes long." Obviously, kidding. It's because we're idiots who don't know how to stop talking. Um, and and but then as I saw more and more of them, and I saw one one uh, person listened to I think nineteen thousand minutes of this podcast and I just started sobbing and I feel uh very bad for Dan because he had just um like logged on to play video games with his friends which normally when he does that I'll go into my room and I'll play with my friends but uh I was crying like I sat down on the couch next to him because I was trying to see what was happening and he was on his headset with his friends and all of a sudden he just like looked over to his left and I was sitting on the couch like sobbing into my phone and he like pulled one of his ears off of his headphones as in like, do you need me? And I was just like, no, I'm okay. And it was, uh, it was very embarrassing, but uh, shout out to all of you loyal listeners of this podcast. That kind of stuff is stupid. And I know that like every podcast has people like that, but it just made me feel really good uh, at a time when, as I'm sure you can guess, I don't feel great. So uh, that was really neat. And it was like this overwhelming feeling of not being alone uh, which was really cool. And so shout out to our listeners. I will say like being new to this, it is crazy to see just how loyal they are. And I was seeing some of those tweets. I'm like, holy cow. Like some it's people, a lot of time. some people do listen to the, the episode more than once. Like, yes, it, I know it was, it, I saw a lot of people say, well, you told us it was the law. And it's like, that's true. I did tell you that. And it is. So I'm glad that I don't, nobody has to get arrested, but, um, I don't know. We just have a really cool community who I really love, which is why, like, this is so stressful for me. This is going to be a weird one today just because it's just if you're used to doing something one way, it has nothing to do with Travis. It's also just is like two people, whereas normally it's three. It's just going to be weird. A lot about this is going to be weird. If you're right handed, all of a sudden you're being told to write a paper with your left hand. Yeah, eventually you'll get good at it. But A, it'll never be as good as your right hand. And B, it's going to take a minute. So, um, we just, you know, I mean, like two and a half hours. That's right. I'm grateful we have such loyal listeners because uh, this will be a true test of that loyalty as we try to figure out what the hell this podcast is now uh, without its heart and soul. But again, don't forget, we get her back on Tuesday, right? So, yep. uh, so that she's not, she's not gone. She's just 
she's just away for a and second. Then, and then you lose me on Thursday. What? I won't be here for the second pod next week. Jesus Christ. I just... It's good I don't have abandonment issues, but I think after all of this, I might develop them. Like, it's rare in your 30s to develop new deep-seated issues, and I think if anything can do it, it's this. I can't get anybody to stay and make this podcast with me, uh, but you know what? It's going to be fine. At least uh, at least it was a, this a Thursday episode when all the football happened earlier in the week, and we really don't have as much to talk about, but... Like I said, uh, I've come up with a solution. Um, Trav, I swear to God there was something else we said we were going to – was it about Game of Thrones? Is I that mean, what Game you were talking was, about when I said – Game of Thrones was brought up, and then I said my lack of pop culture, and then I brought up a show, and then you were like, stop. That's right. Okay, so I told Travis that I look like Jon Snow today because I have a, a very furry blanket by – I should know the name of this company. I think it's like Kiki Kiko Co. It doesn't matter. It is incredible. And you know what's great about it is that both sides are the fur instead of normally like a blanket like this has like silk on one side and then fur on the other. Yeah, it's all fur. Um, I forget what it's called. But either way, uh, I said I look like Jon Snow. And Travis was like, yeah, I don't know what that means. And I was like, excuse me. And he told me that he has no pop culture knowledge. But the show you're watching right now is what? Uh, Billions. Ah, billions on Showtime. Yeah. Um, so I said, season... What's your, who's your favorite character and why is it Mafi? And I said, no. Mm. I would say Dollar Bill, probably. Okay, that's a fine backup. What are your issues with Mafi as a character? Just for me personally, not that I'll he, share them. He's, Taya, not, come on here. The, he's, not, on, <laughs> he's not on enough. Oh, what season are you in? Uh, I got to season three, episode two. Oh, all right, well. He's busy. I don't think that's a fair criticism. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I like his character. He's just not like. Uh huh. So Got who it. else do I like? Uh, oh, good. Let's do that. Early on, I think I was uh, anti-Axe only because I had watched a little bit of uh, Homeland. Ah. Uh. And that's the same reason I was anti-Wags, too, because he was on a show that I watched called Suits, but then I became fans of theirs. You wa- Of course you watched Suits. I loved of course, Suits. Of course you loved Suits. I've watched it probably like three or four times over. Are you now into the royal family because of Suits? No, I'm actually mad at the royal family because they've ruined. They that is ruined. And I used to be incredible. actually one of my... I always thought being Prince Harry would be like the coolest thing ever. Because you're never what? gonna be, because you're never gonna become king, but you get all the perks. You're like the opposite of Simba. You you could wait to be king. Like you're yes. supposed to want to be king. Being Why? king is good. You because get, then you're in charge. Like I'd rather be like the offensive coordinator and never become head coach. You want to be the backup QB to like the franchise quarterback. Sure. You're, That's what you want. You want to collect a paycheck and never have to do any yeah, work. But I, I so Good. I was a big fan of Prince Harry, and what's he do? He goes and ruins the show. Yeah, he ruined your show. Suits yeah. was on what network? TV? US, Is that a TBS? USA. USA. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, part of what uh. We realized, or I realized, because we is what I used to say, but now it's just me, uh, is that we really, I know it's a running joke, but we don't know a lot about Trav. And in order for this to work, 
I got to know some stuff about you. And so I was thinking about how we would do that because obviously asking you for a fun fact was fruitless, a fruitless endeavor. We and never so, um, we get to it the next episode and we just never had yeah, time. We, we just never had time. Ball. That's absolutely what happened. Um, in light of that, I figured we would devote the second half of today's podcast to finding out more about you in the most millennial way possible, which is using the scientific method known as BuzzFeed quizzes. So I have collected a bunch of those, which you will answer, and we will determine some things matter of factly about your personality based on like food preferences. And, uh, and I think that's basically it. I think it's mostly food preferences. Uh, but in the first half, we are going to talk about sports. There's some sports stuff to talk about. Uh, what scares me a little is that as we were logging on, Trav was like, you know what? Let me open the dock. I never really opened the dock before when we no, do the no, podcast. No, no, it's I don't what? open the dock during taping. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's, you made it sound like I just don't Travis open the dock said, at all. Let me open the dock and keep it open during the podcast because I don't normally do that, which terrifies me because as you guys know, no prepping is my bit. And so- Travis said, I do better when I don't prep. And I said, okay, this is, I don't think this is going to work. So we're going to find out together today uh, just how little this is going to work. But we do have things to talk about and we're going to talk about them. Quick pup date, just for anybody who cares. We got Myrtle new food. We switched her to, uh, from puppy food to dog food because she's almost a year old. And she loves it. She, Travis, she loves it. Like I put it down. She used to do this thing when she like liked food when she was a puppy where we would bring dinner out. We'd make her sit. Then we put the dinner down, make her wait. And then you would tell her that it's time to eat the dinner and she would run to the food and eat it. We stopped doing that months ago because I couldn't even get her to walk over to the bowl. I would put the bowl of food down and she would go into her crate. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, The other day when we tried this food, I got a little cocky. And I was like, sit. And she sat. I put the food down. And then I was like, okay. And she ran to the bowl and she ate it all. And I didn't have to say, eat your dinner one time. And it's all I've said for like six months to this dog. And it might go away. She might get bored of this food. It might not last forever. But when I tell you that's like the the weightiest off my chest I've felt in months, I felt good last night because she that ate all of her That would suck food. if your dog actually, like, humans got bored of eating the same thing. We're like, all right, switch it up. Yeah, I under... Look, as a human, I understand that if you gave me the same food every day, I'd be like, can I have something else? But I'm also not the dog of the family. And you can't have, like, six different types of food that you rotate between because, A, that's going to get expensive. B, they might go bad before you even get to use them. And C, when you switch a dog to new food, you're supposed to, like, do it slowly. You're supposed to do, like, half a cup of the old food with half a cup of the new food so that it doesn't, like, shock their digestive system. And so it was just a lot of work that I finally needed somebody in my brain to be like, it's your dog. It shouldn't stress you out this much. And so we got this special digestive health food. And just as of right now, everything is great. She loves it. She ate it. She's got energy. She's like being snugglier and happier because I think she's like, thank you for not making me eat that food. And if she's being more snugglier, that makes you even more happy. This is a win all around. I know, Trav. It's really good. I'm sure in a week I'll be like, she hates it again. But right now I'm just trying to live in the happiness of this moment. Um, I don't think we have any official pod business. Right? I think we went through it. It's that I'm here and that. You're here. 
And then Ashley will be here Tuesday. So will Trav. But then Thursday of next week, no Trav, just Ashley. So basically, I can't get I can't get any consistency in my life. I can't depend on it's not anyone's fault. I'm just saying I can't be like, they'll be there to help. I feel so alone. Okay. Um I already told you what we're doing today in the podcast. We're gonna talk about some sports and then we're gonna make Travis fill out a bunch of BuzzFeed quizzes. Um, which we will get to in a second. Uh, well, you know, it's the job of this podcast to tell you all the NFL scores, and there has been an NFL game. There's actually been two, but only one has happened at the time of this recording. Uh, since the last podcast, that's Seahawks Eagles. I mean, Seahawks Eagles. The Seahawks beat the Eagles 23 to 17. Uh, did you watch this game, Trav? Um, no, I watched, I watched Below Deck. <laughs> Ah! But I, but I All heard right. about I heard about it. What did you hear? That Carson Wentz is just not good. Yeah, I, I did so- see they brought in. They did see little Jalen Hurts came in for one play completion. And they take him out. Like that doesn't make sense. It just feels it just feels wrong to talk about the Eagles game. Like, why is the schedule made this way? That of course we have to talk about an Eagles game. Ashley would probably have so many thoughts. This is like when you go on a date and all you talk about is your ex. And you're like, Mike, well, so Ashley really liked the Eagles and she watched the game. So sorry, did I bring up Ashley again? I heard it ended on a really bad beat. Do you know anything about that, Trav? They went for two. It was like a Hail Mary and they went for two. Yeah. That's that never sucks. pretty. Nope, that sucks for anybody who gambled. Well, that's it for the Seahawks-Eagles game. This is sports. Uh, the Ravens Steelers, I think, are playing today at three forty. Yeah, it's about to kick off. It's been happening still. So they and they had to move it up because NBC didn't want to have to move the lighting of the tree at Rockefeller Center. The lighting of the tree. Did you know that the tree is fake? Ish. What well, I saw photos of this one, and it looks like it's missing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I saw. A video, I think it was on TikTok. Do you ever have those times where you just like scroll TikTok for two hours for no reason? It's just like, why do I do that? I don't know, but I was in a TikTok hole. And uh, every morning? When I wake up, I'm on TikTok before I get out of bed. TikTok you are? Not like Twitter or anything? And well, Twitter too. You do it all. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I was scrolling through TikTok. Um, See, what it is is that when Dan does his radio show, they go live from 6 to 8, and so I can't use the internet. Like, I can't play video games and stuff because it'll overload the the bandwidth. You know, fancy math words about internet. Um, so I just scroll TikTok, and then I'm like, I'll just do this for a few minutes and then read a book. But instead, I spend two hours scrolling TikTok. Point is, I found a video of a guy who works at the tree who's like, we do this every year. It's like hair extensions. We have these extra branches that we stick into the tree that make it look fuller. He's like, it's hair extensions for a tree. It just gives you more body and volume. Why don't they just buy a fake tree? And like- I don't, I just don't think, first of all, a fake tree. People would lose their minds if the well, tree was fake. Those people are dumb then. Well, Travis, yes, but we still have to. Um, why? Do we, why? Be- this is uh, the question of life, I think. But, like, why do people who refuse to wear masks have to still be spoken to and incorporated into society? And it's because 
if they don't wear masks, we're the ones who die. It's like you still you have to deal with dumb people. It sucks, but you do. No, but I'm saying like, why don't they just decide to go fix? I feel like it'd be an easier route. You could have it already like pre-lit. You store it somewhere. You bring it out each year, and you don't have to go through Trev, this process. Trevi, baby, I understand the arguments for a fake tree. You're talking to somebody who hasn't even gotten a fake tree again because I I gave my old one to somebody and was like, I don't even think I need a tree. Like I'm at the point where like the easier the better. You live alone once and you're like, I don't need a real tree. Point is easier doesn't mean better. If it's the tree and even like Rockefeller Center can't get a real tree, well then what hope do any of us have to get a real tree? That's a valid point. Thanks. I'm full of them. I don't Um, have my apartment, uh, if anything, I have a Charlie Brown tree that I can put up. I'm shocked. Tree. I'm shocked that you don't have a tree, guy who keeps his suitcases packed and directly to his left. <laughs> Just, yeah, you never know if you're going to get kicked out. You never know if at any minute. You don't want to have a whole tree you got to take down. You just want to exactly. grab your stuff and get out of there. You got your go bag. Um. So, yeah, apparently they add things to the tree. And I feel, I'm, I don't mind it, I guess. I just feel lied to. And I also feel like that's why every year when we first see the tree go up, people are like, ew, it sucks. And we roast it. And then it looks good on the night of. And I always thought, stupidly, that that was because it falls. You know, when you first get a tree and you put it in your house when you were younger and the and the, and the branches would be still like up and you'd have to give it some time to kind of fall and settle. I was like, wow, this Rockefeller tree really falls well. But no, they just add more tree to it. They retree their tree. That's crazy. Like putting a filter on it. That makes sense. Everything is like that. It's the just... Ravens game is officially underway, by the way, as we're talking. Oh, good. Well, keep us posted on what's happening. My favorite thing about you, Trav, is that you won't watch a football game unless it's on at the exact same time that we film our podcast. And then you're like, well, I can't not watch it. Um, What else happened? Daryl Bevel. I'll do it. Daryl Bevel uh, ruined a proposal. In his first meeting with the media, he said that his daughter's boyfriend asked his permission to propose. It was actually boyfriends. What? It was actually two of them. Two boyfriends? Yeah, for his two daughters. And What? Boyfriends of his two daughters asked for his permission. First of all, spread it out. They each want their own moment. Yeah, this is, I'm like, are they colluding? What is this? So this is the actual quote. On Saturday, I was with my family. This is the um, interim head coach of the Lions, for anybody who forgot, I guess. On Saturday, I was with my family, my wife, my three daughters, and then my two, I guess, future son-in-laws now. They both wanted to talk to me this past weekend. He then revealed how one of the future grooms got hit in the face with a ball during a batting practice gone awry. What is happening? So my middle daughter's a softball player at BYU, and when she came up here, she's like, I haven't got enough hitting in. I want to go hit. So we went out and hit, and one of them took a softball off the eye. So he asked me while we were in the emergency room. He then clarified the gentleman in question had only asked his permission and had not yet popped the question. Okay, so he – so, but that's – Daryl, that's the first step. By revealing that he's only asked the question and hadn't asked her the question – You're giving away that he's about to ask her the question. So you're not actually saving face by being like, we didn't propose to her yet, but he told me he wants to. That makes you look worse. Like, really worse. Yeah, like it would have been, if like it already happened, then he could say, you know, they during this they asked about it and they've since then got engaged. That's fine. So 
do not propose around holidays. He said, the two guys asked me for my permission. They haven't officially asked them yet. So that's where that was. It was just permission. So I don't know when that's coming. Yeah, neither do your daughters, but at least now they know it's coming, which sucks. Also, these two dudes, I don't know if they're friends or not, um, both wanting to ask during like Thanksgiving has me worried. It has me worried because we've got two big holidays coming up pretty close to each other. First of all, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it till I die. Don't propose on major holidays. It's not right. That day is already a special day. Imagine if you could, where's like a run of months where there's no special day for like a long time. It's a, there's like a bunch of them. spring to summer? Yeah, like maybe a March proposal. I mean, I know we have St. Patrick's. Well, I guess that's too close to February. April? All we have is April Fool's Day, right? Is there anything else in April? Yeah, don't propose on on April 1st. No, no, definitely don't do that. But any day after April 1st, I'm going to mess up because I never remember where like Veterans and Memorial and all those are. But I like I'm talking major everybody does something on holiday. The other reason you don't do it on a holiday selfishly is if it ends in a divorce, that is that ring is now technically a gift and they do not have to give it back to you. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Do not give That's it to them on their birthday point. or any major I was going to say, selfishly, it ruins, if if it ends in a divorce, it ruins that holiday. Every Christmas, you're going to think about how that one Christmas you proposed and then now that person hates you and you can't see the kids. So it doesn't feel like a thing that you should do. But on top of that, with both of these guys asking in the same weekend, what if they both do it on Christmas or they both do it on New Year's? Then you've got to share your anniversary actually i don't know how anniversaries work did people who are married go by the anniversary of the proposal or the anniversary of the wedding wedding. or the anniversary of the day that they first started dating you say that you've been married for so it's the wedding yeah but i i i don't know i feel like there must be something weird about your anniversary changing because when you date somebody for a while you have an anniversary but the proposal then changes it from when you started dating. but isn't that weird isn't it weird to be like our our anniversary, which has always been this date, is now this date, and then you get married, and then you're like, and now it's this date. That always has confused me. It's the I reason I've never been married weird. or proposed I to. I I'm neither of yeah. those. So yeah. Well, I'm gonna continue to abstain until we figure this out because I'm not sure I'm ready for that kind of change, especially not right now. I got a lot going on in my life. Uh, but yeah, if you had to share your engaged day with your sister, I don't know. Maybe they're really close and they're into that, but that just seems like. Also, setting you up for a bridezilla situation. Did he say that he has three daughters? Well, he did say my middle daughter. So that means so that would like, if it's on Christmas, the other one's going to be sitting there watching her two sisters get engaged. And oh, like, man, the? that's a great point. That third sister, shout out to her because that's me. But then it's also possible that she's like 12 and maybe that's just it's just not her time yet. I know that, you know, most of us hit the market, but I think she's probably just waiting to see her options, which I, if I can give the youngest bevel daughter any advice, wait as long as you can. Just, just keep waiting. It's not as great as everybody makes it seem. I mean, it's great, but not when it's with the wrong person. Then it sucks. People don't talk about that enough, how much it sucks to date the wrong person, but yet you do it for like two whole years. Um, what else, Trav? Is that it? That's it on Bevel. I I hope it. I hope he 
has better luck with coaching because this feels like he's going to come out in a press conference and be like, look, next week, here's the plays we're going to run. We're going to try it. We're going to try these plays. Was he the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he wasn't necessarily adored, I think, by Seahawks fans. His his play calling isn't exactly great. I know people had had notes. I'll say that. Uh, But this, yeah, this does feel like a guy who's going to let you know. It feels like he didn't realize what he did. But a lot of people do like knowing that it's going to happen. I know girls who've picked out their own engagement rings. To me... Do you think his wife afterwards is like, do you realize what he said? And he's like, no, what did I, what did I say? Like, Maybe. I, I mean, I don't, uh, it's just, I can't imagine finding out that you're going to be proposed to by watching a press conference. Your dad's press, your dad went to work and surprise, you're going to be married. Maybe. Let's not forget that the element of yes, still like she's still, they still both have to say yes. What if one of them says no? Can you imagine saying no on Christmas? There's so much to this story. Uh, that's why I love a sports story that has. I love a sports story that has nothing to do with sports, and therefore just leans on my expertise. Shout out to the Bevel family. I hope they. I hope they get through it. He seems like the kind of guy who'd be very bad at getting Christmas gifts. I feel like he's given you like socks every year. This year they're all getting Lions gear because he's the head coach for a little bit longer. Lions gear for everyone. Uh, Speaking of the Lions, there was a theory circling around the internet this week that Matt Patricia has a burner account. Now, before we get into our analysis of this account, uh, this isn't confirmed. (laughs) I think by now it's actually probably even been uh, denied. But the account in question is Eddie P. Lions fan. Uh, if you go to Eddie P. Lions fans' Twitter account, the bio says dad of three, which I'm just saying, so's Matt Patricia. Uh, married to my beautiful wife, Detroit Lions fan, and tech nerd, which as a person who has had a burner account on Instagram, tech nerd is exactly the type of phrase that is both specific and vague enough that you put it in there just to look like you're something other than the thing. I think my Instagram thing is like, I love my dog and I love craft beer. (laughs) Because that sounds exactly like something that a random person would say and think was important. So tech nerd to me falls under that category. So already I'm like, I could buy this theory. Uh, He replied to tweets. doesn't have a lot of, I don't think he has any tweets of his own, unless they're replies. Well, and Eddie, I believe is Matt's middle name. Or Edward. Is is it now? I believe so. Well, now this is spelled E-D-D-Y, which feels, again, like you'd change the spelling a little bit so that it couldn't possibly be Yeah, his you. middle name is Edward. Edward. Okay. Well, he said, um, LOL. Oh, in response to a tweet that was like, uh, somebody said, could Bill Belichick bring Matt Patricia to the Patriots? Somebody said, better question would be why? Shredded by Bortles uh, and shredded by Foles needs to go back to rocket science. And Eddie P said, LOL, period. Coach Patricia accomplished more than you ever have or ever will. If the Lions organization had listened to him, everything would be different. Now, what's interesting about this tweet, and I think is what made people think it was him, is that the first defense of Coach Patricia here that he's accomplished more than you ever have or ever will 
is incredibly defensive. And the only people who get defensive when someone is criticized is usually the person. Like, it would be weird. The only person I could say that about that isn't me, and I wouldn't say it, I would think it, uh, is Ashley. If somebody said anything mean about Ashley, which, by the way, hi, Ashley, miss you. Uh, I could see me being like, Ashley's accomplished more than you ever have or ever will. Shut your mouth. I don't think I would do that for like a random person. And who's out there defending Matt Patricia right now as a head coach? Like even Lions, like Lions, like nobody's like in his corner right now. The convincing way to do this, and it's insane that these burner accounts, and again, we don't know if this is or isn't, so allegedly, but it, it, the way to do this is to like, I can understand why people don't like Matt Patricia, but I think if you look really closely at it, you can see signs that the Lions organization didn't listen to him and then provide a specific example. But saying things like, that first sentence is defensive, sounds like a person defending themselves. Second sentence, if the Lions organization had listened to him, everything would be different, implies you have inside knowledge. So you either have to prove or show your work of where you got that, or admit that you have inside knowledge because you are Matt Patricia. What, if the Lions organization had just listened to him, everything would be different? How do you know that? See, so he's the person's thinking... I don't want to give out too much detail because then it looks like I know and then I am. So, But that's the wrong – just like we've kind of seen with Matt Patricia, he's got the right idea, wrong approach. Just completely wrong approach that everyone's like, I don't like the way you do this. Uh, so if, it's, if it is his burner account and it turns out that even his burner account proves why he can't find success as a coach, I actually find that very comforting. That's very satisfying to me to know that at least he's consistent. I've also seen everybody reply to this account saying, yo, Matt, or like, are you Matt Patricia? And he has not responded with like, I'm not Matt Patricia. I'm just a big fan. Somebody else said, no one's going to miss Patricia. Players aren't going to miss him. Fans aren't going to miss him. He was awful. And he said, the only awful thing was Coach Patricia hitching his wagon to an organization like the Detroit Lions, which again, we don't know if this is Matt Patricia. It's only been alleged, but is exactly what I would say after being fired by an organization like the Detroit Lions. See, we needed this to stay under wraps for a little longer because then Matt would have like made a mistake and tweeted from the wrong account and we would have had a little more evidence. We, we came out too fast on this and now he's going to hide. Somebody tweeted, Drunk Matt Prater tweeted, the account Drunk Matt Prater, which is not real. We know that one. Uh, tweeted, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are fired. Lions fans rejoice with a like 30 second video of people dancing in the streets. Eddie P responded to this. Why? Not sure. Uh, So-called Lions fans think, uh, fans is in quotes, think it will get better without Patricia. Little did they know the issue was Bob Quinn, who also um, is gone, Matt, so that doesn't. Coach Patricia could only do so much. Now, what he's doing here, allegedly, Matt Patricia, is saying that you fired both of us at the same time, so no one's even going to notice that when things get better, it's not because of me, I mean Matt Patricia, it's because of Bob Quinn. Like, again, an incredibly Matt Patricia thing to do by allegedly Matt Patricia. So nothing I've seen yet has made me think this isn't. Matt Patricia, though, again, we do not know if it is. Somebody responded to that tweet by saying, bad take, boss. And Matt Patricia responded, I mean, uh, Eddie P responded, I don't care what the talking heads think. Now, again, 
KM9446721, the account that tweeted bad take boss, is not a talking head. So what are you talking ahead about here? Not Matt Patricia. Does the real Matt Patricia have a Twitter account? I don't know. I should, you should look, look it up because I'm now reading that somebody responded to, I don't care what talking heads think by saying I'm being 100% honest. When I say I went from watching the lions every damn week to treating the lions drives on red zones as bathroom breaks under your coaching. No lie. People are just straight up. Like, if there's even a chance this is Matt Patricia and he might see what I have to say, I'm going to take it. I'm going to let him know exactly what I think about him. And that alone is really is bringing me joy. One of his defenses, he did get a little bit more specific in a reply. Here he says that one of the things that Matt Patricia could have done differently or uh, would have done differently is that using a first-round pick on a tight end is the biggest gripe. There were other players that could have helped, such as D.L. Ed Oliver, who would have played very well in Patricia's scheme. Which is the thing you would say if you're Matt Patricia and you've played fantasy scheme, you know, the thing that the game that all coaches play. And you'd be like, in my in my dream matchup, I would have Ed Oliver. He would work really well in my scheme. How else would you? If you're running this as someone else trying to make it look, he needed to make that one just put in my. Just give it one little mistake. What day was he fired? Monday. What day of the year was that? Uh, oh no, he was fired by the time he sent this tweet because somebody said, I want Stafford back. And he said, Lions would be better off moving on. Stafford was uncoachable. Hmm. I hmm. wish that, I really want it to be real. I just want to know if it's real or not because if it is, we've got real, real information here. We have real gems that we could be using. Uh, so, oh, God, he just – all of his replies are, Coach Patricia was right. If the Lions organization and players listened to him, then everything would be different. It just sounds like a dad who's, like, can't get his kids to listen and is like, these kids just don't listen, or a teacher. It's more like a teacher who's, like, uh, insists they're the best teacher in your school, but nobody listens to them and nobody likes them, and they're like, it's just these kids these days. It's like, well, you have to change the way you talk to get them to listen. That's actually part of your job. You don't just get to go in there and call everybody a, a jerk and then be like, why aren't you listening? He doesn't realize that he can't do what Bill Belichick does. And many cannot. He also said that Darius Slay didn't have the work ethic to succeed under Coach Patricia. Has he said anything about Swift? We need to know that. Oh, shoot. I don't know. It's really hard to go through the replies of an account that you think might be Matt Patricia, allegedly, because it's just all replies. Then you got to, like, go deep into, like, what Tweety's responding to. And it's always from, like, Dylan T795382. And it's there's just a lot to get through. But when Pride of Detroit, a uh, a verified account, I imagine it's like a Lions fan account, tweeted, here is the final 53-man roster prediction for the 2020 Lions on September 4th. Eddie P. Lions fan responded, LOL. God, I want it to be real. Which, just again, if it's not obvious right away, if you knew the 53-man roster for 2020 on September 4th, a.k.a. if you were the coach of the Lions and somebody put out their predicted 53-man roster and it was wrong, your response would be, LOL, because you know it's wrong. Otherwise, what's funny 
about a 53-man roster prediction. That's actually, out of all the tweets, I feel like the one that makes me believe the most. Because it came before the firing, and he was already like, Psh, you guys got it wrong. It's like, yeah, you had the answer to the test. You made the test. It's like a teacher, again, laughing at a student for getting an answer wrong. And it's like... Or the person that's running it is just extremely clever. and that, But that's the best one to make me believe that it is him. Also something to consider, like we saw with What's-His-Face from the Sixers, is that it could be Matt Patricia's like wife. It could be Matt Patricia's friend. It could be, it could be, was it Colangelo? Is that who that was? Yeah. Was it Brian? Yeah. But it's like, it could be somebody who knows him. I could see my mom running an account where she just dunks on people who talk about me. What's your percentage that you think it's him? Oh, right now. And I'm, I'd like to say this allegedly. I'm at like 85. I'm I'm at like, uh, 65. Oh, wow. I thought I was going to say you're a man of extremes. So I would expect you to that LOL really does it for me. That's one that moved it up. I was like probably sitting around like 30 and that one though. Yo. All right. How about this one? This one might push you. So on September 3rd, uh, Brian Lyons pride immunity. It's uh, at Brian's Lyons blog. Shout out. Uh, He wrote, well, he's also run some talented players out of town and has yet to field even an average defense. But somehow I still have hope he's going to figure it out this season. Fandom is a disease. Eddie P. replied, run out of town like Darius? Darius didn't want to be here. Simple as that. And as soon as coach gets his own guys, you'll see what his defense can do. On September 3rd, at Lions Brawl, wrote, tomorrow there will only be this many days until we destroy the Bears. There, it's nine. There will also be 8,000 of these tweets tomorrow, so wanted to get it in before you become annoyed with it. That is just a tweet that's like, I'm participating in a meme. Eddie P. responded on September 3rd. The team will look very good this year. They're very fortunate to have a coach like Coach Patricia leading them. When was this Twitter account created? Do we have that? Uh, I can look in a sec, but I'm afraid to lose my place because I will take forever to go back and oh, find it. Yes, maybe I could do that. Oh my god, that's such a great idea! Thanks, Trav. I'm I'm moving up. Like my percentage is it keeps going up right now. All right, let me see if I can get more for you. So somebody tweeted. Joined in. Oh, so it just happened though. That that brings me down. September 2020. Why does that bring you down? Because I would say we went into this season with doubts about Matt Patricia. We went into the season knowing the team didn't really believe. He's been listening for long enough. Here, I'll make an argument for it. He's been listening to people doubt him and dislike him for long enough. He probably knew this season he was on the hottest of seats. And so he was like, I wish I could tell these people. Like, I've kept my mouth shut for so long and let them slander me. I wish I had an avenue through which I could defend myself without people getting stupid about it so this season i feel like you would have created it sooner i don't know i think some people i think it takes admitting that you you need to defend yourself as a person who has who started out at like i'll respond to anybody then i had to get to a place where it was like you can't respond to everybody and then every now and then a tweet will be like yeah this one's enough that i'm gonna respond to it I can understand that feeling of like, you do, you have to be able to have taken enough criticism. I think he's gotten to the point where he's like, I'm getting blamed for stuff that is not my fault. 
And the best way to save my job is to get this information out there. What I don't understand about burner accounts that are allegedly run by people within the league is that like you've got insiders you can use at your disposal. Like if Matt Patricia called, I'm just going to say Adam Schefter, but again, I'm not saying this has happened ever or would happen, but you can like talk to an insider and like leak them information that benefits you. It's one of, I think the hardest things about being an insider is trying to figure out what sources you can trust and you can't. That must be very difficult, but it's their job. Matt Patricia could have gone through official channels. It would be so weird to create a burner account, but people do. And allegedly, I'm at like 80% that this is And it is weird that there isn't photos of, I don't know, three kids. Like, there's no like... He has no picture. He, in September 3rd, said, Coach Patricia... It's The other thing is he only tweets about Matt Patricia. He never tweets about, like, players that he likes. What well, fan do you know that is just obsessed with the coach? And there's not, like, a random just, like, Wednesday afternoon, like... Had a burger today. Put ketchup on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, oh, I, I also put ketchup on my steak. Like, nothing about any of that. Coach Patricia is a great coach. I would love to see Twitter people try to manage all the injuries he's had to deal with. People forget how good the team looked before Matt had an unfortunate injury. It sounds like he means Matt Patricia had an unfortunate injury. Does he? And that same tweet, it said Coach Patricia and then Matt. I think Matt. It's a wife. I think you're right. I don't think it's him. Taylor Decker is a key piece to the offense. Everything goes through the offensive line. Everyone knows that. That's the only tweet that doesn't mention Matt Patricia. And it still doesn't convince me it's not Matt Patricia. Oh, here's one. Here's one. This one will bump you up 5%. Some guy tweeted something. It doesn't really matter. It's a waste of time to continue to read these. Eddie P responded, Coach Patricia does a great job managing injuries when he's allowed input. How would you know that? How would you know that Matt Patricia is just not allowed to give his input when it comes to injuries? It's him or a very clever 12-year-old and tweeting from home. From NEP, quote, you're an idiot if you want Coach Coach Patricia gone. He had to deal with so many injuries last year. Don't forget how the team looked his first year. Where are we at on percentage, Trav? We're like in the high 80s. We're like 88. The first tweet he ever sent was, Coach Patricia learned a lot from Coach Belichick. He just needs to get his guys and the sky is the limit. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's his wife. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's his wife. Allegedly. I don't know. I think it's a strong case. I was skeptical. Believe it or not, I went into it skeptical. But I think Matt Patricia has a burner. I went in 0% that it was him. What coach would you want to have a burner account? If you could. Uh, in college football, I mean, Dabo just like talks like he has, a, like he is a burner account. He talks in burner account quotes every time he talks. I'm like, you could tweet this from the account that doesn't have her name on it, you know. Saban would be good because he doesn't say a whole lot. Mm. If so Belichick had a burner account, that's the correct answer. You could finally find out what he thinks. Maybe he oh. does. 
but I bet he's really good. What if, what if, this, is, what if this is another coach that created it for like, and is running it as Matt Patricia? Huh? For what? Give me their theory. What if it's Belichick, why? Like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's create a Twitter account and make it look like it's Matt Patricia and defend Matt Patricia. I could, I see what you're saying, but I'm going to say, I believe that 0%. <laughs> if Belichick is going to make a random Twitter account to defend somebody that isn't himself, it's going to be his dog, Nike, who's the cutest dog in the I think world. Nike, doesn't Nike like have an account? Oh, probably. I don't want to know things like that. Uh, moving on, because this has I been a long time devoted to, to this. Um, and we have a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes to get to in this here sports podcast. Sarah Fuller is going to kick off for Vandy on Saturday. That is the female kicker that everybody seems really upset about that the more I've thought about since we talked about it on the last episode has just really bummed me out because Ashley's point about um, people responding to the tweet about the uh, the quarterback situation for the Broncos and being like, don't say anything mean about this guy. And everyone was like, we would never in the way that that is in stark contrast to them being like, we have no choice but to start this woman and everyone being like, don't ew, gross. is just like, calm the fuck on. I'm just credit to her because she's going to kick maybe at max like three times. They're playing. If I were kick. her, if I'm going to make a Sarah Fuller burner account and I'm going to be like, the only reason I can't kick is because they can't get me into positions where I have to kick because this team is so bad. Like athletes don't have free time and she just got done with her season and now she's taking this time out to help them and the audacity of her to do that how dare she think that that's something that she should do that has to be boring though just standing there like guys can you at least like cross the 50 yeah oh and then but god forbid she say that at halftime and then it's like who are you to talk to us like oh i don't know an athlete who wins stuff why don't we go try winning stuff so anyway, that's happening on Saturday. You can watch it if you want. Um, the NBA announced the Christmas games for this year. Haven't announced the full season schedule because uh, is it going to happen? Who's to say? I know this is an obvious take, but I just want to say it is wild to me that the this all started at least like it started really crumbling, the COVID stuff, when the NBA like postponed those games that night and then came out and were like, we're postponing the season for a little bit. I remember that being the tip of the, like, you know, that's when everything's then like, then when the NCAA canceled March madness and everybody was like, wait, what the money hungry organization that does not care about anything except money is going to cancel its moneymaker. This must be really serious. I could never have predicted then that we would be starting the next season of some of these sports. And it's still like, so do we go back in a bubble? We have done nothing to control this. It's very depressing. And I understand a part of people being like, "I will. we will not start another season in a bubble. We will not show weakness to this virus. The virus don't give a shit. Uh, you need to do whatever you have to do to keep your players safe. Otherwise, you're going to run into a situation like we're seeing in the NFL, like we're seeing in college football, where it's like, Rumors are being spread, sometimes through official channels, that teams are using COVID as an excuse to not play other teams. They're then having to apologize for saying such things. But at the same time, it's like it's out there. So clearly the doubt is out there. So maybe bubble up. Just come on in and bubble up. Join a bubble. Bubbles are good. The NBA Christmas games are Pelicans heat at uh, noon. Bubble up. 
uh, Warriors Bucks at 2.30, Net Celtics at 5. Tristan Thompson, I didn't even see that happen until I kind of saw that it happened. So welcome, I guess, to the Celtics. Mavs, Lakers at at 8, Clippers, Nuggets at 10.30. It's a lot of games. That 10.30 game, it might be entertaining, but I'm probably going to be in bed. Yeah, well, that's very Ashley of you to say. So that actually really works for the energy of this podcast. Because I'll be awake, but I probably will watch like half of it. But it's a Nuggets game, so I don't know. This family does have to support the Denver Nuggets, as that is Mafi's basketball team. See, you're learning things. I'm learning things. We're becoming a podcast. This is the look birth at, of a podcast. Look at a soft opening. Look at who would have guessed. Uh, this is your corner. Week two of college football rankings. What's up? What happened? Tell me more. Uh, the real talk was would Ohio State kind of move around since they didn't play and they haven't really played too many games. The top seven didn't change, so it's um, that's that. People are freaking out, but the committee's probably thinking, we've got time. Why make a move now? Let's just let it go. We'll see if they play, and we'll keep it going if not. Um, Michigan's got their game canceled already. Uh, Maryland, Against Maryland. And then Minnesota... Nebraska could be wrong. Might be Minnesota, Wisconsin. That game's canceled. Your East Coast bias is showing. The rankings. I saw something about like if Ohio State can't get this game in against whatever, then this will have like. It just seems like a sport that has corruption. Yeah, like, but a sport that has like corruption allegedly inside of it in terms of like money and all that and like games you play and cupcake schedules and yada yada yada. It's like that shouldn't be the sport that we get to say like. Here's an out of a game you don't want to play. I mean, it's a little crazier with COVID, but well, this is college football in a nutshell is rumors and every, like, especially right now with coaches possibly getting fired and coaches getting hired. This is just college football in a nutshell. And there's a million reporters because there's each school has millions poly- and millions of dollars. Well, it, there's so many blogs that cover the team and message boards and people talking to boosters and board of regents and trustees. This college football is a mess always. It's just more because of COVID. And men, allegedly. One could say it's because there's just too no, many men. Well, not just men, though. I mean, Sarah Fuller now, so. she. I'm sorry. She kicks. She's not, like, on the board of regents. Um, but, yeah, you're right. She's there, so we couldn't possibly say that this is just a bunch of rich men butting heads. I apologize. It's a bunch of rich men and a woman who kicks. Uh yeah, it is um it's a mess. It's I think college football is our pettiest sport. I, well, NBA Oh, it's oh the players are petty, but the thing is college football it's not the players. It's like a guy who made a huge donation to the school and therefore oh, yeah. thinks his opinion is more important. It's just a bunch of like wah from rich people. Yes, it is very and then all the fans and like the, the the boosters are I mean Nick Saban didn't even pay for his house, the booster paid for it. I think it's the closest uh to politics. It's the closest sport to it's like the most political sport. Not in terms of like actual politics. I mean like yes. politically with there's like the way people rabidly care and the way they defend their side. There's a lot of things happening that people don't realize in this sport and it's because it's each school's its own entity and the conferences operate in their own. And then the NCAA is kind of like, we think we're in power over here, but we won't help you guys out. We'll just punish you. Can I ask a question? And you might not know the answer, but you can just say that because that's how things work here. Your pod, go ahead. 
what uh it's our pod now what um what oh, is, my name, the... is my name on it too now no ashley's oh, so wasn't even on it chill pod, out your pod then. chill out you're on nine other podcasts what does the commissioner of each conference do he's he reports to the presidents and so he kind of operates how they want to now he can he then will then go deal with like the athletic directors and handle those things too. What things? You just didn't say anything. Well, scheduling. Have, yeah. So he, I mean, he works with the sports, but he's, it's all, it's the totality. So like he, re, he reports to the presidents though. And I wish you guys could see his body language while he's answering this question. Cause it's clear that he wants to be like, they don't really do anything, but he's trying to find words well, like totality. So like Greg, now he's scratching his head. So Greg, thank you for the SEC. I respect the most, and I believe he gets things done. Now you asked me about Kevin Warren. What things? What things? What things? What things would you say are your favorite that he's gotten done? The management of this season for him. He was upfront. Was always doing interviews and talking about how he's handling and being honest. Where Kevin Mm -hmm. Warren, if you want to get me going, when he's being honest, what are the things that are coming out of his mouth? What is he saying? Whenever he does interviews, like he was asked at the beginning of the year, like, what's the odds of a season? He's like, right now, I don't see a season happening. Like, he just, he tells you where it's at. He doesn't okay. sugarcoat it. And that's a whole job. And they get paid money to do that job? And then, I mean, you're managing everything. And when basketball, everything. St- when basketball stopped playing now, you're having to handle what's going to happen next. Okay. That sounds like. I feel like I should have said I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but that's actually the most self-aware moment that uh, that somebody in your position on this podcast has had before. I don't think Jay ever said he should have said, I don't know. So you're already, you're doing great, Trav. You're doing great on my podcast. Um, podcast. Tyreek, thank you. Oh my God. Tyreek Hill and Adam Schefter, what happened here? I missed this. So I think the Chiefs or somebody tweeted, like, whoever is first in your ads, you like race against. And so Tyreek Hill was like, Adam Schefter is my first at. And then Schefter was like, after COVID, we need to have a race. And then Greeny asked Tyreek Hill about it. And he was like, of course. But like, how are you going to make it interesting is my question. Yeah, I'm already bored. So uh, what I want to know, the question that should be asked is why is Adam Schefter Tyreek Hill's first at? Well, I wonder with because it's an A. I don't think they go alphabetical. I think it goes by who you respond to the most. And I wonder, not to conspiracize, but I wonder if you run two accounts off of the same device, let's say a phone, if your ads are influenced by both accounts and therefore if he has a burner account, allegedly Tyreek Hill, and he's tweeting at Adam Schefter a lot. Or what are who your ads? I'm looking at my ads and they're not like, the first ad is the Myrtle Beach Bowl game. We well, talked about that a lot. Well, and they just started following me today, so that's probably why they're at the top. Hmm. And yeah, but Schefter, did- see, this is why I never show, I never do those like type this word and then just finish the sentence by hitting your autocompletes. I'm like, you guys don't realize you're revealing things about yourself in these things. It, your autocomplete suggests words that you use a lot. Uh, same thing with your at. It's like your it reply. It's it's there's an algorithm there somewhere. I don't know what it is, but it could be very revealing. I wonder if I can Google it. I'll try it later. Um, I 
I'm hesitant to bring up this news, but the McRib is back. Yeah. And I think you might have strong opinions on that. I feel my only strong opinion on the McRib is that I used to get fired up and now I'm like, who cares? Let them have their McRib. It hasn't been nationwide since eight years. It's been eight years since the last time you could get a McRib nationwide, not just at select stores. I think it's disgusting. I think it's weird that they form the, it's just like a patty of meat that they make it look like ribs by putting little like divots in it. And I think that's grosser to me. Like I'm, I'm always the weird person who doesn't like Wendy's because I don't like the burger to be square. And I know. Oh Lord. What? I love Wendy's. I figured you would because I, I, I don't dislike the food itself. It doesn't taste bad to me, but there's something about it being square that makes me like, you're the company that says like always fresh, never frozen. It's like, why'd you make it different than the rest? It makes it feel less natural. Not that there's anything natural about a circle, but a bun is circular. And so the square sticks out of the circle and just mentally, my first impression is like, this is different and doesn't fit instead of being like, this is different, but in a good way. So there's this long, so my hometown, there's this conspiracy theory that Dave Thomas stole the square patty idea from this little diner uh, fast food in my hometown. And so like, if you ask people about Wendy's from my hometown, it's like Dave Thomas stole the idea. I truly think the best way to convince me that it's always fresh, never frozen, which I still don't really understand the science of, is to make it a patty that doesn't have a shape. Make it like we pushed this burger into the grill and this is the shape it made. Yeah, I agree. It being perfectly geometric is like, why? why? Yeah, I want to see, are you over there cutting it? Right. So that's my issue with the McRib is that it's like, how'd you get it to look like that? When we know it's not like you just took the bone out of a bunch of ribs. That's my issue with it is it's not. And people are freaking out about it. And I think a lot of people actually celebrate it, but don't actually go get it. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. It's also like the um, shamrock shake. It's like, they're okay. They're not that great. Never had it before. But it's just, it's what? Never I remember we used to get them when I was bartending and it was really just because you wanted to be drinking a shamrock shake so that other people would talk to you about your shamrock shake. But it's really not that great. But okay, so the McRib is back. We're a podcast that tells you news that you might want to know. And maybe you're a big McRib fan. If you are a big McRib fan, feel free to call 860-506-5571. Please tell Ashley I nailed that without looking at it. Um, and let us know what it I is. I don't know if you did nail it though. You could have. But um, you, know, I, you would have seen me scrolling. You can see my hands. Point is, I would love to hear a defense of the McRib and why it's great. And so you can feel free to do that on our voicemail. Um, This was a story I just saw before we're going to get to the actual part of the podcast I can't wait to do. Uh, Tyrod Tyrod Taylor, who is – did we decide if it was Tyrod or Tyrod? doesn't matter. He says it's Tyrod, I think. It's your pod. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Tyrod Taylor is not filing a grievance against the Chargers. To remind you, uh, he – I'm just going to say Taylor – was a a team doctor punctured his lung before a game this season um, when he was the starting quarterback for the Chargers. After that was when Justin Herbert took over and Anthony Lynn, the coach of the Chargers, was like, Taylor's going to be our starting quarterback as soon as he gets healthy again. And then in October was like, actually, Herbert's really good, so we're going to stick with him. But according to Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, the NFLPA looked into whether the incident resulted in damages or loss of value, and none appear to 
have been found. Make that make sense to me. He had the gig until this happened to him. And then they were still like, you still get to keep the gig. And then somebody else who only got an opportunity because this happened to him got to prove that he now has the gig. And he lost the gig. So I really don't understand how they didn't find damages. I guess maybe is he, he's still going to get paid for this year. And then what has he lost? Like he, there was no but there was no guarantee that he was going to be starting this year, the full season anyways. And then sure. I think you also like he, yeah, the doctor messed up, but like, I think there's a whole, like you, I heard that like you sign a waiver when you get these any also. Yeah. I mean, uh, the article also said that like the NFL is going to look into their protocols and blah, 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 blah. But uh, the yeah, protocol is just, Protocol is just a word I'm very sick of hearing this year because I've learned it doesn't really mean as much as we once thought that it did. But um, yeah, I just feel like Tyrod Taylor is the kind of guy that like hasn't really had the chance to have the season that makes everyone go, oh, hell yeah, this guy's good. And like, I don't know, it just bums me out to think this could have been that season. And then he just got his lung poked. Yeah, I feel like if because if he did play, maybe another team next year would like, oh, let's bring him in. Yes, so maybe, like part, the one half of the story is that like great, we got to see how great Herbert is, and he's a great story, and and blah blah. blah. The other half of the story is like, I don't know, it just seems like a bummer. But legally, it, it seems to have been resolved. So I'm not trying to say that there's like a malpractice or anything. I'm just saying I'm confused by that being the result, and it kind of bums me out. But you know what? I'm depressed, so that's going to happen a lot. Let's move on. Um. Um. Should we save The Bachelorette? Can we save The Bachelorette for when Ashley's back? Yeah, because I don't like to do the whole update of what exactly happened. I just like to give my thoughts. I just like to chime in. I'm Travis, and I hate preparing. I actually, though, I did take more notes than usual just in case. And actually, I was going to watch last night, but I was like, I didn't want to watch a show where I needed to, like, focus and take down notes. So I waited till today to watch it. Well, so I don't want to steal this away from you if you did actually prepare for it. I'm perfectly fine to wait. Okay, so we will have a Bachelorette update when our Bachelorette update, Ashley, comes back. We'll do that on Tuesday's episode. Um, Which means it's now time for what I think is going to be my favorite segment. Because uh, we've been trying to get to know Travis, and he drops these little morsels of knowledge every now and then. But most of the time, they're just really bad food takes. And I was like, how can I glean anything about a person just by knowing his really bad food takes? And then I remembered that an entire website built an empire off of this very thing. Pick six foods and we'll tell you who you're going to marry. So uh, I went to BuzzFeed. And now I haven't been to BuzzFeed, the quizzes part, in a really long time. They have gotten so ridiculous that it was hard to pick which one was going to be the most informative but there were some that were like i'm curious to know how many of you like this movie and i was like that's not a buzzfeed quiz that doesn't tell me and you're curious i don't know who you are these are supposed to be about me uh but i did find some that i think will be helpful the first one we're going to do and you're allowed to say no to any of these if you really do feel uncomfortable i don't think you will but the first one is the reality tv shows you love and hate will determine your mental age okay Okay, I'm ready for this one. 
Um, so let me just make sure I know the format of this. It's check the ones you love. Okay, I bet the next one will be check the ones you hate, and it might be the same ones. Check the reality TV shows that you love. Uh, love is blind. Just a yes or no. Yes. It was the you know that one. It was the Netflix one where you didn't get to see yeah. that person, and then you I would have to remember marry them. I did. I watched that one on when COVID first started. Yes, Love is Blind. You did love. Yes. The Masked Singer. Never seen it. Dance Moms. Nope. Never seen it. Hell's Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I did like that. Okay, Hell's Kitchen is a yes. The Bachelor. So far, so good. Yes. Well, that's The Bachelorette, which is the okay. next one. I've never seen a no to The Bachelor. So The Bachelorette. What about Bachelor in Paradise? Never seen that one. Remember, okay. this is my first. I Travis, I just have to stick to the integrity of the quiz. Please okay. participate. Sorry. Keeping up with the Kardashians. No. The Circle. Never heard of it. So oh, it was on Netflix. It was pretty good. Uh, Dancing with the Stars. No. Love Island. No, I quit that show. That sounds interesting. So you would say you hate it? Uh, it just wasn't. Okay. 90 Day Fiance. No, never seen it. Shark Tank. Never watched an episode. America's Next Top Model. Nope. Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. No. Though I should Catfish, watch that. Catfish the TV show. No. What? American Idol. No. The Real Housewives. No. Any of them. None of them? None of them. The Voice. No. This is The Voice! No, okay. there's times where I like, but I prefer, I'm just going to say no for the the question The to go on. Like, I'll watch videos on YouTube where, like, where you get the good ones, but I don't want to stick through an hour of mostly crap. Okay, none of that helps me. The answer was no. Yeah. Married at First Sight. No, I watched that and it was... Chopped. Oh, love Chopped. Me too. Chopped, look at us finding common ground. I hate how they say mandatory items and then one person leaves one out and guess what? They still advance. Then it's not mandatory. It's a fair point, Trav, but there's no room for me to write that in. So I'm just going to say that you love it. Temptation Island. Nope, never seen it. The Real World. Oh, yes. Bring it The Challenge. Yes. So good. The picture's CT, so thumbs up. Uh, Survivor. Love Survivor. Are you the one? No. I, mean, I don't brother. know if I am, but no. Uh, <laughs> Big brother. Yes. Yes. Okay. Say yes to the dress. No. Oh, man. I was really hoping that was a yes. That'd be a nice curveball. Uh, the Great British Baking Show. No. Project Runway. No. Back with the X on Netflix. Never heard of it, so no. Me neither. Love and Hip Hop. No. Cake Boss. Oh, yeah. I used to love that show. As long as it's not cheesecake. So you think you can dance? No. Dating Around? No. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives? Yes. Love Triple D. Oh, my God. Of course you do. The Amazing Race? Yes. I'm watching it right now. I could also predict that. Dr. Pimple Popper? No. Oh. All right. America's Got Talent? No. Top Chef? No, I've never watched it. Naked and Afraid. Nope. What? Uh, making the Cut on Amazon. 
Nope. Okay, so those are the ones you love. This is now going to be all of those same shows, but it's the ones that you hate. So do you just, I know you hated Dr. Pimple Popper. Is there a reality show that you hate? You don't just don't watch it or have never seen it, but you hate it. I don't think there's one that like I like hate. Other than that one. um, Like uh, the voice you said you kind of listened to. Do you hate Real Housewives? Yeah, we'll put, yeah, we'll put that down. That's okay. And (laughs) nice. Uh, Love Island, you said you quit. So yeah, I quit. I think I was just watching things. One thing that annoyed me, and this was, I think, just the being like kind of in the business is like you could see like their microphones. Like they didn't find like a nice way to make it like a little necklace. I mean, on Survivor, it's that stupid necklace. But it's not like they. No, maybe like, that's naked and afraid. Yeah, naked I was gonna say it's not Survivor, but like on there, it was like they had it wrapped around, and you could like you could see the wrapping and like. Come up yeah, with like I'm looking at the picture of it, and it's like, make, well, I think that's just because these people refuse to put on clothes that aren't bathing suits. But then give them like a little shell necklace or something with the microphone. Okay. This is twenty. So do you, would you say you hate it, or do you not feel comfortable saying that? I wouldn't say I hate it. No, I do. Do you also yeah, feel as though it's hate it. okay? You hate also, it. I also just go ahead. The voice that like would talk to them, yeah, um, was. Uh, Anal spelled backwards. You're thinking of, I think you're thinking of that other, of love is, of the other one. I think Love Island is different. I think you're thinking of, not Temptation Island. No, I forget. It was on Netflix. Yeah, this is on CBS. Love Island's on CBS. I'm going to remove it because I don't want to taint these results of this BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, Also, I just find it remarkable that your issue with a show is a microphone. Ah, uh, just really on brand for you to be upset about the poor use of microphones. Well, you're go- there. I'm just, let me just say that and then we'll move on. This seems like an obvious one that I'll lob out to you as a potential to hate. Do you hate keeping up with the Kardashians? Yeah, we'll put it on the hate. Like, there's part It's of so it funny because like, you normally strongly have I hate opinions and you have none of those for reality TV. I kind of just respect them just hustling the system as people just, yeah. yeah like yeah i do too i would never want I, I hate the sh- yeah we'll call i hate the show okay done choosing let's see what it says you're oh god you're getting roasted by buzzfeed yeah but what do they know your mental age travis fun fact your mental age is 10 years old next see, that would make sense no next quiz uh this quiz is to reveal if you're more sweet or salty. All right. Uh, here we go. Red or yellow? Red. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. Text or call? Text. He had to think about that one. Movies or TV shows? Mm. That's a tough one. I'm going to go TV shows. Beaches or mountains? Beaches. Beaches. Uh, Singing or dancing? Dancing. The correct answer is salty. Fun fact, Travis, you are salty. You're sassy, but you also have a great heart. You care about the people you love, and you're always down for a good time. 
And now that was all gleaned from red or yellow <laughs> movies or TV. But at least we know now Travis is a salty guy who is mentally 10 years old. I'm not what salty. A salty 10-year-old is who, uh, I was going to say produces this podcast, but you don't open the doc. So the, uh, the so guy- For the record, I don't know what answers you, I can't trust that you put in the answers that I said. So maybe Travis, you, you Travis, the whole us. point of this segment is that we're building trust. We're learning more about each other. If will it help you trust me and my entering of your answers if I read you something from my Twitter drafts that I chose not to tweet? No, I I trust you. Okay, because if you need me to do that, I went through them this week and there are some bangers in there. But then again, you could be making up a draft too. So oh, Travis, you gotta trust, dude. You gotta get past I, your trust I, issues. I, I, I trust you, Katie. I do this podcast in my bed with my Christmas lights on. I could not be any more vulnerable to you right now. Not wearing any makeup. Same. This is me being real with you. Now I let's plan the vacation of your dreams and we'll tell you if your crush likes you back. All right, let's go. Okay, where are you going? Here are your options. Hawaii, Tokyo, Las Vegas, or England? Hawaii. Okay. Oh, oh, God, right after that speech, I almost accidentally clicked Tokyo, but I clicked Hawaii. Pick a backpack to take with you. Oh, this is just a picture. Okay, uh, well, Trav, so the first one is gray, but it's pretty thick. It's got a water bottle on the side of it, and it's positioned on a mountain yep. at a sunset. The second one is army green. It looks like it might be a, a messenger-y yeah. type of – okay, that one looks the most like a tack bag, so I was really going to recommend that for you. The third one appears to be like a Herschel backpack. It's blue, denim-ish. What's, what's a Herschel backpack? One of those – Popular backpacks that are pretty simple looking. With, like the strings. with the strings? It just looks like a book bag. It's very okay. plain looking, All very right. minimalist. And That's then the last one, later. the last one is gray and also pretty minimalist. This is a bad category. Just we'll go pick with a the backpack. Third one, I guess. The what? The third one. Okay. Uh, how are you getting there? Plane, yacht, car, or it's a staycation, which you can only answer if you live in Hawaii. That This quiz, sorry, this quiz is very smart. Plane, you said? I mean, if I have a yacht, but... Cool, then let's take a yacht. Let's live a little. What are you going to eat there? Are you going to eat sushi, fast food, steak, or salad? Steak. In Hawaii? What are you going to do there? You're going to swim? You're going to eat? You're going to explore? Or are you going to shop? Keep in mind, even though this is a dream vacation, you can only do one of those things. Again, I'm swim, eat. Eat sweat. should probably be everybody's choice because otherwise you'll die. I'm not uh, shopping. Explore or shop. You're not shopping. No, you're not I'm exploring. A, I'm a laid back vacationer. So you're swimming or you're eating? I'm swimming. Okay. Well, RIP. Uh, last question. How long are you going to stay there? Are you going to stay a week, two weeks, a month, or do you live there? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, if I could stay a month for vacation, but... Let's say a month then. You're staying for a month. And here's the answer. Remember, the question that was asked was, "Do your does your crush like you back? So are you nervous for this answer? Let's, let's hear it. Travis, they like you back. Your crush likes you so much. You have a great personality, and the two of you really seem to click, so it shouldn't come as a surprise. This quiz is like, you should have known this before you told me that you'd like to be in Hawaii for a month without any food, but... Okay, so now we know you are a 10-year-old, uh, a 10-year-old, a salty 10-year-old who's in love. That's good. We're learning so much. Next quiz. Uh, oh, this one was uh, because I think your opinions are bad sometimes. It's called, How Popular Are Your Christmas Music Opinions? Here we go. Which song is best out of the following? 
All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, Last Christmas by Wham, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas by Michael Buble, or Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Buble. Buble. I did not see that coming. Uh, 13% of people picked that. You didn't, you weren't the most pop. This quiz sucks. We're going to do the next one. You may live on earth. Oh, see, this is important because way, way, way back in the day, a producer who shall not be named once bestowed upon us the wisdom that the sky is blue because it's a reflection of the ocean. Um, and then that's actually how we met producer Camille, who you've, whose wedding you're going to. Uh, because she pointed out that that's not true and that the producer shall not be not named is actually very stupid. And we were worried that having another producer who doesn't know enough about the planet would oh, be God. detrimental for this podcast. And so this BuzzFeed so, quiz so this, from... So this could be like bad for us going forward then. Yes. This is just me making sure we're okay here. Oh, Lord. And also the listeners will let us know if your opinions on Earth are so bad. Uh, but anyway, this is posted on November 4th of this year. You may live on Earth, but how much do you really know about it? Are you ready? No, but let's go. The Polk Strait and Gulf of Manor separate India from Sri Lanka or the Maldives? Sri Lanka. Correct. Wow, this is good. In India, which crop is referred to as golden fiber? Is it wheat or is it jute? It's wheat. It's wheat, he says. He's wrong. It's jute. It could be ute. I don't. It's the it's the fiber that they use to make burlap. For the record, if the pronunciation was correct, I would have gotten it. Wow! Wow! Talk about trust. <laughs> Which plant is indigenous to Africa? Is it the lotus or the baobab? Lotus. What? Lotus. You're wrong. It's, the, it's the baobab. Oh. Bow, 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 it's that tree that looks like Africa. If you were to be like, think of the tree in Africa, it's that tree. Uh, what does the word olericulture refer to? Olericulture. Is it the cultivation of flowers or the cultivation of veggies? Veggies. Veggies is correct. Good job, Trav. Which country is currently the largest producer of sugar? Is it Brazil or is it India? Brazil. Correct. You want to know why I got that one? Why? On the episode of Billions that I was just watching, <laughs> they had a sugar short. They had a short. Why did you pick Billions? Because I've never watched it before. Yeah, but have you seen the, all the other ones? I'm just what wondering if it was like a sweet thing that you picked it on purpose or if it's just an accident. Do you want? I mean, I can lie. Do you want trust or? Travis, I want trust. I don't want you to. Thank you very much, though. It was very sweet of you to I ask. Just needed a show to watch. I'd started got a long it. time ago and I never watched it. And like, yeah. I got a couple episodes in. I was like, look, we got nothing else going on. Cool. I'll let I'll let him know. Uh, who? So, who's the current leading producer of coffee? Brazil or Arabia? Brazil. That is correct. Sugar and coffee. Look at that. Which product is related to India's round revolution? Is it eggs or potatoes? I have never heard of any of these things. Eggs. Eggs, he says. No, that's wrong. It was potatoes. And lastly, which country produces the most fish? Is it Japan or China? China. 
That's China. right, but it's not what I would have said. You got it right. That was why good. Would, why would you have said Japan? I don't know, because sushi? And there's so much water around it? It's an archipelago? Uh, you got five out of, and then there's a gif, and I can't see five out of what. So this website is Probably doing ten. well. We've got more to get to, so let's keep going. Um, it's finally time to find out if you're more like Thor or Captain America based on your lifestyle. Oh, Lord. Isn't it, isn't it finally about time we get this figured out? Number one, choose your motivation. Let's choose your motivation as a superhero. Is your, are you motivated by friends and family? Are you motivated by humanity, power, or peace? It's crazy there's two options for this, but four choices. Wait, what do you mean there's two? Like, it, this is, are you Thor? Oh, and then there's Or Thor are you Thor. Captain America? And um, it's like... <laughs> family and friends, was that the first one? Yeah, that's what yeah. motivates you as... Okay. Humanity felt like the right answer since they're included. Uh, choose something to eat before fighting crime. You're going to eat tacos, pasta, pizza... Or noodles. Tacos. Keep in mind, you're not going to have a lot of bathrooms around. <laughs> well, see, I, I mean, I'd like to know, like, how long am I going to be fighting crime for? Do I need the carbo? How many family and friends do you have? I'm going to go with tacos. I can just... Tacos. Seven, yeah. Okay. Choose something to drink before a big battle. Uh, coffee, tea, beer, or wine? Beer. Couldn't possibly be water. Uh... Oh, it just said, I just need water. That is an option. Uh, pick something to eat after fighting crime. This is wildly specific. Uh, sandwich, pad thai, cheeseburger, or a salad? Oh, I'll go with the cheeseburger. The, that's Of course you will. Choose your outfit for a superhero banquet. One of them is a dress with cutouts on the side. One of them is a suit, a very nice tailored blue suit with a pink shirt underneath. The next option is a red dress with a belted waist. The fourth option is a uh, a lovely red jacket for a suit with a teal pocket square, a brown tie with a nice metal tie clip, and then a white shirt with a teal and red pattern on it. That's a really nice outfit. Uh, I can only see the bottom of the top of them. They appear to be red. Uh, This next one is a lady in a bra with a skirt. I'm just going to not waste a lot of time describing that one unless you feel okay, like it's calling go, your name. We can go ahead and skip the... Uh, and the next one is another lady in a dress with her hand on her head. We'll go with the red suit then. Nice. Nice pick. I was, I was thinking the the blue until the red came in. Yeah. We all were. Finally, choose a DC sidekick. Would your DC sidekick, this makes no sense, be Superman, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Flash, or Cyborg? I haven't even seen like half of those. Uh, we'll go with Wonder Woman. Wow, so woke. You have that. The J had that. Uh, you're Thor. I'm glad I've, we answered all those I questions. Mean, I've been told that a few times in my life, so it makes sense. <laughs> it says you're intelligent, and then it gets cut off by a gift, so that's all we need to know. So you're a salty 10-year-old who is in love and is uh, knows about the Earth, kind of, and is Thor. You're a salty 10-year-old Thor in love who knows about the earth. So what did you, did you like, what did you glean from this or learn? Any, did we're not you learn done anything? yet, Travis. Oh, all righty then. It's so funny that you think you're done and that we're not going to have you whip up a tasty breakfast platter so that we can reveal which Ron Swanson quote relates to you the most. 
first, I mean, how could I possibly do a podcast without knowing these things about you? First of all, how would you like your eggs? Boiled, scrambled, sunny side up, or poached? Scrambled. Basic. Well, they don't have an omelet available, so. Which breakfast meat will you choose? Bacon. Do you want me to just click bacon? Yeah. Yeah, I know you well enough at that in that category alone. Uh, what type of potatoes should you add to your meal? We go in hash browns, fried potatoes, potato pancakes, or home fries? Home fries. Oh, hash browns. Which breakfast food will be the main event? Waffles, pancakes, oatmeal, or cereal? I guess pancakes. I was hoping for French toast. Oh, man. I love French toast. Which tasty baked good are you going to choose? A croissant? A muffin, a bagel, or a scone? It's tough, I know. No, I was just those. There's better options out there. Um, I guess I guess a bagel. Don't sound so excited. Which like fruit? A, like a biscuit. Which fruit has the perfect pop of color for your platter? I know it's something you think about a lot when you're making breakfast, Trav. Strawberries, grapes, apple slices, or grapefruit strawberries okay how would you like your toast your options are i just want plain bread lightly toasted medium toasted or burnt medium okay and finally which drink are you washing it down with coffee tea juice or water orange juice I didn't ask, okay? Well, I'm making these sure that gifts, it's for the record. These gifts get in the way. I can't see anything. Uh, now I can't read you your quote. This has to be somehow my fault. Can get you, like, make the screen gift. bigger? Yeah, let me see. It didn't help. Oh, wait. I might have kind of gotten... Nope. Maybe if I copy it, then I can paste it into the doc. BuzzFeed, figure this out. Beer frozen yogurt. You are the celery of desserts. Be ice cream or be nothing. That's your Ron Swanson quote. That Say that again? Uh, oh, I just tabbed away from it. Uh, dear frozen yo- yogurt, you are the celery of desserts. Be ice cream or be nothing. Okay. Okay. That Don't you feel like that sums you up perfectly? I, I You know. After it must. Four, this I is mean, a BuzzFeed quiz. That's pretty accurate. Ooh, this is the one I was most excited for. Um, do do you have good taste or are you hopelessly basic? Oh, let's go with this one. Let's go with this one. Okay, pick a brunch. Waffles, buttermilk blueberry pancakes, eggs florentine, or scrambled eggs? This I must be basic because what's eggs florentine? You're basic. I think it has spinach or something in it. Oh, no. Give me scrambled eggs. Oh, of course. Pick a dinner. Pad thai, kimchi fried rice, carbonara pasta, margarita pizza. Carbonara is with the bacon and, like, eggs and stuff. I'll do pizza. Okay. I think I know where this quiz is going to go. Pick a dessert. Chocolate lava cake, chocolate chip cookie, red velvet cake, or cannoli. Number two. Chocolate chip cookie, because red velvet cake has cream cheese icing on it, so God forbid. Pick a coffee, chai tea latte, a misto, which I certainly know what that is, a chai, which is just regular chai tea, not a latte, or an Irish cream latte. I don't do coffee. Okay, but chai is tea. I don't do tea either, though. Okay, but you have to pick one. What's the... So we'll go with 
I mean, an Irish cream latte is just going to taste sure. like ice cream. We'll do that okay. then. Okay. Pick a drink at the bar. Rum and Coke, spiked milkshake, beer, or shots? Rum and Coke. Whoa. I thought it was going to be beer. I actually don't drink beer that often. Okay. This is confusing. Pick a kitchen. So these are pictures, but uh, they're described. So pick a kitchen. One with wood accents. It's like very modern, but it's got a lot of wood paneling. Big windows. There's a lot of like plants and stuff. All white. So literally floor white, counter white. Everything's white. Or homey, which has a nice tiled backsplash and it's got like wooden handle. What? I think that sounds the last one. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of what Joanna Gaines would do. Pick a bathroom. Uh, Do you want like a funky, cool, modern bathroom? Do you want a marble bathroom where everything is marble? A dark bathroom that's somehow still inviting? Or an all-white bathroom, which is just asking for problems? Dark and inviting, inviting. Pick an office. Are you, do you like a minimalist office with just a table and a chair? Do you like going green, which I think has a plant, has some plants and the walls are green. Uh, Dramatic teal, which is a desk and a chair. The chair is like a fur blanket on it and the wall is this bright teal. Uh, Or floral, which is just a lot of flowers. This is getting stupid. That's dumb. I'll go with the first one. Minimalistic. Pick a pair of shoes. Blundstones, Converse, Adidas, or Doc Martens? This is I know awful. you. I know you love a blundstone. I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. So Converse or Adidas, I think, is what I'm asking you. No. What's the last one? Doc Martens. Probably go there. Okay, you seem confident. Pick a show: Schitt's Creek, Riverdale, Kim's Convenience, or Friends. I, oh, I hate them all. Oh, you hate them all. Either, either hate or don't watch i try to watch Which one do you and, hate the least well the first the middle two i've never even watched okay we'll say friends then okay. make it make wow. it super basic um my god this gif is bigger than the entire i can't why is this like this why didn't it happen for the first few are you, do you have your screen like minimized so it's only yeah, on like but then I, yes but then when i maximize it it stays that way Okay, well, I think we know. I don't think we need the quiz to tell us. Yeah, basic. I was going to say, I think we learned. I'm, 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 I'm simple. You're basic as hell. I wouldn't say basic. Simple. Um, okay, so for the last one, since we should wrap it up, do you want to uh, find out the color of your soul, um, show how much random and basic celeb 101 knowledge you have, um, this quiz is called I am genuinely curious if you like this person or not and so it's just a bunch of people and then you say if you like them Um, this one is if you have 18 or more of these things in your room you're a messy girl and your flavor preference of these iconic snacks will reveal your exact age with 99% accuracy oh let's do that one really? yeah but we know your age then we'll okay. see if this, then I can find out how accurate BuzzFeed is. All right. Pick, well, haven't we today? Uh, pick some Doritos. Dinamata, which I think is like chili lemon. Uh, cool Ranch, Nacho cool ranch. Cheese, or No Thanks? Cool Ranch. Okay. 
Um, pick some Oreos. Original, double stuff, golden, Original. or no Oreos, please. Original. I hate pick a stuff. pick a ramen. Okay, you don't have to say stuff like that. Pick a ramen noodle flavor: chicken, shrimp, beef, or I'll pass. I'll pass. What? Pick some Pringles. Original, sour cream and onion, ketchup, or no thanks. Sour cream. Pick a candy bar: Kit Kat, Twix, Hershey's milk chocolate, or I'm good. I'll do Kit Kat. I mean, I would have picked Snickers. I would have picked Snickers, but it wasn't there. That is how the quiz works. You're learning. Pick an extra. I don't know what that means. Uh, Sour Patch Kids, Pocky, Lay's Classic, or No Thanks. Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Uh, You're 16. You know what you like, but you're also drawn to flavors from when you were a little kid. Well, though, that's not true. Are you 16, Trav? You are legally required to have told me that. (laughs) Well, the last one said I was like 10, so we're, we're getting older here. Um, I'm not 16. I really did want to know the color of your soul, but I think more importantly, I need to know if you like this person or not. Leonardo DiCaprio. Love him. Chelsea Handler. Mm, no. Not a fan. The Weeknd. No. What? Uh, Tyra Banks. Yeah. Really? George George W. Bush. Oh, I love Love, oh, love 43. Rihanna. Yes. Thank God. I was going to kick just, you well, out immediately. I mean, I just don't want, what is it, the Rihanna Navy coming after me. Uh-huh. That's uh, the only reason you said you like her? I mean, pretty. just ask Andrea one time about Rihanna and her fans, and she'll give you a great story. Right after. Oh, I remember that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, so I don't want any part of them. I okay. love her. She's the best. How about James Charles? Who? Wow. Uh, Britney Spears. Yes. Oh, okay. Do you follow I mean, her on Instagram? No, I don't follow her now. She's crazy, but. I hey, mean, hey, watch it. I mean, free what, Britney. What middle aged man didn't grow up liking Britney Spears? So, yes. Travis, you just talked yourself out of what was a good answer that would make people like you and turned it into the worst possible way of saying you like Britney Spears. You just said you liked her because she was hot, and now you think. She's an insane person, which is like the least popular opinion. But I feel like you knew that. I knew what I was doing. Lisa Kudrow. No. No. Catherine yeah. O'Hara. The name sounds familiar. The mom from, yes. from, 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 um, what the hell? Oh my God, my brain. Home Alone. Who then is the uh, lady from? No, from horrible Schitt's mom. Creek? That's not her as – she's not playing herself. Yep, yep but – She's like the best actress we have. That's how it's going to go. This is not going to go well. I shouldn't have done this. Whoopi Goldberg? No. Travis! What? Miley, Miley Cyrus? Oh, yes. Don't tell me why. Anna Kendrick? Because she has one of the greatest songs ever. I said don't tell me why. Anna Kendrick? Yep. Kevin Hart? We'll go yes. I'm gonna get out of this quiz because it's this is we were doing so well, and I really think you're gonna you're gonna bring the wrath of the internet into your world. Let's keep it going then. No, we're gonna go we're gonna finish on a better note. This quiz called Not to Expose You Like This, but if you have 18 or more of these things in your room, you're a messy girl. I know I said I was gonna do one more and this is the third one, but this is um this is I don't want to end on that. That last one was I'm upset. So Check off everything that's currently in your room, okay? 
Okay. At least one half-empty water bottle. Nope. Three or more half-empty water bottles. <laughs> Shit. I'm learning about myself. A pile of dirty clothes. Oh, yeah. Uh, a pile of clean clothes no, that you no, haven't... No, 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 no. Yes. yes, it's clean clothes. It's clean clothes. That you haven't folded. A pile yep. of clothes that you tried on, almost wore, but ultimately decided not to. Yep. You do this so often, actually, that you have a designated chair where the stack goes. No. Oh, man, I do. I'm a yes to all of these so far. Alternatively, all your clean and dirty clothes exist in one happy pile. No. Okay, good. A pile of random receipts and change. No. I am being attacked personally right now. A dirty cup or plate you never brought back to the kitchen. No. What? Two or more dirty... Okay, so that's all going to be not you. Not you. A pile of random things on your bed you can't be bothered to move. On my bed? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, well, see, the, the confusion I think that you have will be cleared up by this next one that is a yes for me. Bonus point if you sleep around the pile so that you don't have to move it. Yeah, I'm so confused. Like, how do you sleep? Well, if you share your bed with nobody, like, let's say your boyfriend's, I don't know, like a stand-up comedian and he leaves a lot, then you would just put things on your bed like your laptop and then you just move it over so you can go to sleep. Yeah, I, I never... No. Okay, next thing. A towel just chilling uh, from the last shower you took. Nope. You're clean, aren't you? I'm not, random trash clean, random I, trash I, on the floor I, I, two feet away from the can because your aim was a little off. No. A stack of empty boxes from things you ordered online. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Finally a check. A phone or laptop charger right by your bed so you never have to get up. Yep. Your phone and laptop basically get tucked into bed with you because you're too cozy to get up and put them away. Who wrote this? Yes. A handy supply of snacks so you don't have to walk to the kitchen. No. Being attacked. Lights you can turn on or off with a phone or remote. No. Shoes in the middle of the room that you once kicked off and now trip over constantly. No. Bed sheets that haven't been washed in over two weeks. Yeah. Bed sheets that haven't been washed in over a month. Yeah. To my defense, I've been traveling. I haven't been here for a Doesn't month. Doesn't matter. No defense. And finally, a poster that started to fall, but you never fixed it, so it just looks like that now. No. Okay, you are not lazy. It didn't say lazy. It said messy. This is rude. I'll tell you right now, that test is actually to see if you have ADD. And if you score really well and really high on it, then you should uh, you should go to see a doctor maybe because you might have ADD. All right, that's, those are the BuzzFeed quizzes. I can't, I wait, like till, I can't wait till the listeners respond. They're going to gonna get mad at you. Oh. They're going to get mad at Christina. You should consider editing out that celebrity one just as a, just take the whole chunk out or just put a big bleep, but we got to know you better for better or for worse. You are 10, but somehow also 16. You're salty. You're in love. Uh, What else did we learn? You're basic. And Katie's going to be asking for a new producer. (laughs) And Ron Swanson, you feel like something about something. Ice cream. Something about ice cream and frozen yogurt being asparagus. Okay. Um, but it doesn't okay. matter. Let's listen I to one you. more voicemail and then go. Thanks. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Travis. Oh, man. Sarah and Kelly and Kirsten from Salt Lake City, Utah. And we are having an argument while watching football. Do you believe that when someone says where they're from, it means the place in which they were born or is it the place in which 
you spent the majority of your childhood? We hmm. have differing answers here, so there's no way of stamming it. But we'd love to know your thoughts. Love you. Mean it. Oh, my God. I love that. I love you, and I also mean it, Sarah. I love you, and I also mean it, Kelly. I love you, and I also mean it, Chris Kirsten. Sorry. Um, I also love that you didn't stam it because you can't because there's three of you. Trav, you seemed like you had thoughts in the middle of that, so I don't want to hold you back here. I'm thinking I'm going to go with where your formative years. Um, okay, because there's a third option, I think, that I I ask this question of myself a lot because if I'm like, when me and Ashley, God, it's always about Ashley, isn't it? Sorry to bring her up so much. Just, you know, I'm, it's so fresh. ex that you keep talking about. Uh, she, when we would like travel for shoots and stuff and people would be like, where are you guys from? We would say New York because that's where we had traveled from. And we currently live in New York. We are in a place outside of where we normally live. And so I've always wondered, like, do I say Framingham? Because that's where I'm from. But I today am from, we traveled from New York, even though technically both of us live in New Jersey. We work in, like, our crew, we were all from New York. This question confuses me all the time. Very much. But I, I would say then maybe it's, where do you live is New York? Where are you from? Where do you live? Yeah, I guess. Where do you live is a weird, because I'm realizing now it's when I'm getting in Ubers from the airport to go to my hotel that they're like, where are you from? I say, I flew in from New York. I usually I think, say. yeah, it's sometimes easier just for like, you just go with the easiest route. Yeah. But so their question specifically, Sarah, Kelly, and Kirsten was, what, uh, is it where you spent the majority of your childhood or the place that you were born? I was born in a hospital that wasn't in the town I grew up in. I didn't ever live in that town. I just, that's where the hospital was. So I wouldn't okay, say but, where I was born. But. You're saying if you moved when you were like five, do you yeah, say the place you, you lived yeah, until you were five? I don't think they're saying like if you were born in a different town than when the house that you were actually in when you were a baby, like if you moved when you were five, I think it's, you say where you were from at five. Now, if you yeah, move, I think it's where you, you were from high school, it's those where you, where you made friends and where you went to school and all that. Like, cause Ashley says that she's from, she, cause she was born in Ohio. I did she not know that. Say that. Yeah. She doesn't say she's from Ohio. She should. She shouldn't. It's the great state. Of, you should. It is a state. That is, that is true. It's um, the great state. I think it's where you've spent your formative years. Yeah. But it's also a question of like, once you reach a certain level of adult, if I've lived more of my years in the New York area than in Framingham, Massachusetts. I, I think that's fair. Like if, if you have lived more years in another place, then you can audible and say that's where you're from. I mm. would never say I'm from Connecticut though. And I don't think I'll ever say I'm from New York because – it's just not a group of people I, as, I associate with, really. So when someone asks you where you're from, though, do you say or do you just say, I say like, Framingham? Boston? Okay, no, I say Framingham. Uh, I used to say Boston, and then enough people were like, mm, and I was like, yeah, you're right. That's not that's not true. But it's just if you don't know Framingham, I say Massachusetts, Boston area. If I'm talking about sports, I'll say Boston because they're not looking for they want to know who my teams are. So I'm like Boston. Yeah. But um, I think everybody can agree that. If anybody ever asks you, no, where are you from, from, don't ever talk to that person ever again, because now we know what they're asking and uh, you don't have to answer that question. That's the one thing I think we can all agree on. But it does also seem like we agree on formative years. 
is what you're answering. Right, Trav? Yes, So hopefully Sarah and Kelly and Kirsten are all okay with that. And if not, well, well sometimes you got to break. Sometimes you got to break with your friendships and make new friends. It's tough, but it's what you got to do. I don't know if you have to lose your friends over this one. Well, I do. So now another decision is to be made. So if you guys need new friends, I also do. So whichever one of you, or if you like me. Uh, me, who's inclusive and doesn't lose friends over something like this, you can pick me. He's not inclusive. I said he liked George W. Bush. That's it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> shout out to Miller Coors, American Giant, and MeUndies. And shout out to the Mina Kimes Show. You guys ever heard of this? It's Mina Kimes Show featuring Lenny. She talks all things football every week with her unique brand of humor and insight. Um, so you can go download and subscribe to Mina and her dog Lenny on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Maybe not Spotify because I like being in the top, like being your number. It felt nice. Also, big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later. Oh, on a different streaming Please. service. I'm looking it up as we as I talk. Travis, I really hope they. Li- I really hope that they listen again. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's going to happen? I'm thinking. Uh, I think that we have to ask them to listen on Spotify, right? Yes, definitely listen to it on Spotify. And if they have time or could listen to it on a second one, Trav, which would you recommend? Uh, let's go with the ESPN app. Okay, that's really on brand. That's really good. Um, uh, or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, which we read, by the way, and we love them. Like this one from from KC Megan B that she left on Saturday, or he left, I don't know, on Saturday, that says, how did I just now find this? Much like the podcast that this starts with a question. Love this and don't know what I did before I listened. I feel so bad for that person because it's that this is the podcast now <laughs> that podcast you just started listening to that you like so much and now you can't imagine living without welcome to your life without it but this is this is fine trav i think we did okay today you did a great a soft, job a soft opening you know i think it went you know well actually i don't know how it went we'll find out from uh, we will find out thank people. you for being so open and and teaching us even things we didn't want to know about you i really appreciate it and you know what if if listeners feel like we didn't learn enough about travis then we can do this again next week because looking up buzzfeed quizzes turns out is pretty fun so you just let me know in the reddit if there's a buzzfeed quiz you particularly find to be the one we need travis's answers for and i'll i'll try to get rid of that i mean i'll try to take care of that uh, lastly, don't forget that if you have a question, you can ask it on a recording device that we can then listen to. It's like a mailbox, but it's for voices. Uh, 860-506-5571. Say goodbye. Ashley, what? I, I was going to say, Ashley, she wasn't looking at the screen there. You got the number right. I was. Good I, job. He's wrong. I was looking at the screen there. Uh, say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Love you. Mean it.